the Learning Assistant Podcast. I want to thank you for listening, and if this is your first time joining me, welcome! I am so glad you could be here today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode, and if you have an extra moment, would you consider leaving a review? It only takes a few moments and helps others find this podcast. If you are looking for some good resources for deepening your faith, just visit sitstillmydaughter.com to see what is available for you. I also have a link in the show notes that allows you to donate to this ministry. Your support helps us in continuing to encourage the hearts of women with the truth of God's word. Don't forget about the upcoming Zoom class taking place next month. I am so excited to offer this free class where we will be talking about journaling, going through a verse exercise where we will break down the words and phrases, taking them apart to understand the true meaning and how that applies to us. Plus, I will be giving everyone a special list of all my favorite things, tools, resources that I use during my personal quiet time as a take home. At the end, there will also be a Q&A for you to ask your questions. The registration link is in the show notes, so be sure to reserve your spot. For today's episode, we will be talking about a woman from Proverbs, but not the one you automatically think of. She is scattered throughout the book, but is most famous for her appearance in chapter 7, though she is first mentioned in chapter 2, verse 16. We don't know her name, only that she is a strange woman, And that does not mean she was weird, with crazy hair, and an odd personality. The word actually carries the idea to commit adultery, so it is very evident what she does. She was a woman who chose to use her body in the wrong way. Sex is a gift from God, but it comes with a condition. It is intended to be enjoyed within the bounds of marriage. This woman has chosen to go beyond these borders, and the Bible tells us how she came to this decision. Listen to verses 16 through 18 of chapter 2. To deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger, which flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth unto death, and her paths unto the dead. She has forsaken the guide of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. She has made some serious choices in her youth that have completely altered her path and destination, as we will see in a moment. But I want to read two more verses from chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. This is important. Listen to what it says. Wisdom, knowledge, discretion, understanding. These are four key words that must be present in our life, and I want to spend a little bit of time discussing each of them. First, let wisdom enter your heart. The word entereth means to bring in, to cause to come in. This is an action word, something that you have to do to make it happen. Wisdom doesn't just magically appear in your life. You have to cause it to come into your heart by wanting it. We see this over and over again in Proverbs. In fact, verse 2 of chapter 2 says to incline thine ear unto wisdom, which is another action. Chapter 1 verse 3 says to receive the instruction of wisdom, action. Multiple times you will find wisdom linked 
into action, a choice we have to make to pursue it, to heed it, to follow it, to treasure it. This is the first step to being delivered from the ways of the strange woman, which are the ways of death and destruction. Let nothing hinder you from having wisdom enter into your heart. Next, knowledge must be pleasant to your soul. Knowledge means perception, discernment, understanding, and pleasant means to be delightful. Having discernment or perception is a good thing. It should be a delight to our soul, but there are so many who despise it and have completely disregarded it. We should be women who are discerning, able to make good decisions, which is again linked to letting wisdom enter our hearts. I pray our hearts delight in discernment, that we welcome it and seek to apply it in our life. The third one is discretion preserves you. The word discretion can mean a plan, purpose, and the word preserves carries the idea of to hedge about, like with thorns, to guard, to protect, to be kept. Having a plan or purpose matters. We've all heard that phrase, idle hands or the devil's workshop. It helps to keep our eyes focused instead of just floating through life. And as we know, often floating leads to becoming easy targets for trouble. Being a woman of discretion, a woman of purpose, means you have your eyes on what lies ahead. You are a woman prepared, one who is thinking of eternity. Doing this acts like a hedge of thorns. Remember, thorns are not bad. They are there to protect, to keep the things away that could cause harm. That is what a plan or a purpose can do for us. It reminds us of what we need to do and can keep us aware of the things or people that will hinder us from accomplishing that plan. May we be women who have a plan, one that is built on discernment of the things that matter, which is grounded in wisdom that we have actively pursued. Can you see how these things are building on each other? And lastly, understanding keeps you. The word keeps means guard from danger, to watch, and even in some cases, a watchman. A person of understanding is on guard. They are alert, like a watchman, and not easily taken in. Remember, a watchman is a vigilant individual. And are we not to be vigilant against our adversary who seeks to destroy us? We must be women who are vigilant, on guard against the dangers that are all around us. To do this, though, we must spend time in the Word of God, dwelling in the quiet place and letting His truths, His wisdom, His understanding saturate our hearts and minds. Women who put on the whole armor of God so that we can withstand Satan's attacks. These are four principles that the strange woman had forsaken. She had abandoned the way of truth in exchange for the ways of death. Death and destruction wait at her door. Why? Because they've already conquered her. She was not vigilant. She did not delight in discretion, nor did she pursue wisdom. This woman also comes with some other bad traits. Listen to verses 3 through 5 of Proverbs 5. For the lips of a strange woman drop as an honeycomb, and her mouth is smoother than oil, but her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death, her steps take hold on hell. She is a woman who flatters people. She doesn't really care about them. She uses her knowledge of them for her own gain instead of using it to be a blessing to help or to meet their needs. She is a woman who is like a poisoned apple dipped in caramel. 
I want to be a woman who sincerely cares about others, who never speaks words that are untrue, which is really what flattery is. I want to be a blessing to others, help where I am able, and that comes by getting to know someone sincerely. There is something else that I also want to point out in this chapter. Let me read verses 1 and 2. My son, attend unto my wisdom, and bow thine ear to my understanding, that thou mayest regard discretion, and that thy lips may keep knowledge. Did you notice them? Did you catch them? All four words are mentioned again. Solomon is emphasizing the necessity of them in his son's life if he does not want to fall prey to such a woman. And we should pay heed to this as well. The strange woman. She's also one who leads others astray. And her prime candidates are the simple. As Solomon points out in Proverbs 7, her famous appearance in verses 7 and 8. And beheld among the simple ones, I discerned among the youths, a young man, void of understanding, passing through the street near her corner, and he went the way to her house. Again, this was a man void of understanding, someone who was simple, which can mean seducible. He did not possess understanding or any of the other traits, and that made him a prime candidate for her attack, just as it tells us in verses 21 to 23. With her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. He goeth after her straightway, as an ox goeth to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks, till a dart strike through his liver, as a bird hasteneth to the snare, and knoweth not that it is for his life. She was successful once more, because this man lacked the four elements Solomon had stressed to his son. My friends, please heed Solomon's words and be women who add wisdom, knowledge, discretion, and understanding to our lives so that we can take our stand and be someone that leads others in the ways of life instead of death. This strange woman sacrificed so much in her life and she lost even more. Listen to verse 13 of chapter 7. So she caught him and kissed him and with an impotent face said unto him, and we'll stop there with that verse. The word that I want to focus on is impudent, which means to be stout, to be strong. When I think of this, I see a woman whose face is hardened, lacking the softness of gentility, and it's no longer innocent. She has put on something that was never intended for her. And truly, your heart can only ache for her and for the other ladies like her. This is another lesson for us. Our life choices not only matter, they also leave marks. Our countenance reveals so much about us. Those who have gone through some difficult seasons can have a face that is sad or weary. A person who has come back from a wonderful vacation often looks refreshed. And those who spend time with Jesus have a countenance that reflect him. Remember Moses? The people ask if he would wear a veil after he came down from the mountain because his face shined and they couldn't even look upon it. I want that. I want a face that reflects God. I want people to know that I'm a follower of Jesus and have spent time in his presence, but that only comes if I am in the quiet place on a regular basis. Let's be women who dwell in the quiet place, who are actively seeking after wisdom, knowledge, discernment, and understanding. Women who live making a difference in the lives of others. And that is where we will end our episode for today. Have a wonderful day, my friends. Don't forget about that Zoom class coming up. And let's be women who reflect Jesus to the world. Mm -hmm.